Folks, the financial news for Friday, March 24th is wild. Things are going faster than maybe even I expected. Let's get into lots of the great data from Friday, March 21st, 24th. Excuse me. First, we have to start with interest rates. One of the things you've heard on this channel is I expect, or I made a big bold call, that we will see the average mortgage rate for owner-occupied, 20% down, best credit, coming in at under 6% by April 15th, a quick three weeks away. Well, on Friday, March 24th, we had a quote from a mortgage broker. Mike just quoted a perfect credit score, 25% down, owner OCK, 599. Folks, we are back to below 6% interest rates for uh, owner-occupied, 20% down. Now again, Mortgage News Daily, I believe on Friday, quoted the average, and I think it was 6.42. Anyways, still on a downward trajectory. If you are in the home buying market today, make sure you get multiple quotes. Again, I got validation after validation that more and more homeowners are getting quotes in the fives. Now, why is this important? Something that I believe, unfortunately, but I still believe it, is we learned something because of February existing home sales. What happened in February, if you remember, it came in at a roughly speaking 15% increase in January. Why was that? Well, simply speaking, rates were going down. It pulls the marginal buyer off the sidelines. We had a little bit of excess inventory because December and November were um, soft. Inventory absorbed, houses sold, simple story. What we are seeing now is likely a downward trajectory in interest rates that will be longer. We are now, we probably have seen the peak for home buyers. I don't know about investors, and we can talk more about that later. I'm being very specific. Homeowners, first-time buyers, your interest rates are going down. Part of the reason that is, is obviously, again, as I've said, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are under conservatorship, or say government-owned. They are going to keep lending to first-time homebuyers. In fact, more and more mortgage brokers, in my opinion, are going to be going to first-time homebuyers. The problem is, and this is a huge, gigantic, can't be understated problem, the inventory of supply is not coming. 6% interest rate, 599, 575 is great for buyers, but does nothing for sellers. The Fed broke housing, it broke it years ago. We have all these people, sub three, they're not selling. So, it is going to be very difficult for first-time home buyers. I don't know what else to say. But you are going to see bidding wars. You are going to see offer review dates. And again, luxury, still broken. We are seeing a very distorted housing market where below the median is on fire and above the median is not. This is what I've been telling you is coming. It is certainly not a crash. It will certainly lead to prices firming. And as I've said for quite some time now, a pretty boring and flat market at the pricing level. Entry-level homes are going to be hard. They just are. It's, it's an inventory problem at this point. So what did we find? 
Interest rates below six. What happened to new home sales? Remember existing home sales, surprise 4.5 million, up from 4 million. New home sales, again, surprise to the upside. They were up 1.1%. Expectation was down 3%. Folks, here's the deal. As I've shared with you many times and likely will do many times more, historically speaking, the last 10 years, the last decade, new home sales has been about 10 or 11% of the market. Today, as of February, they made up 27%. One in, they went from one in 10 to one in four. Builders are going to do wonderful. I know there's a lot of noise out there about builders going belly up and whatnot. It is simply not true, at least at the big ones. Builders are going to be doing good, if not great, in the current environment. Costs are coming down. Interest rates are coming down. Marginal man comes off the sidelines. You and I can't find a home, <coughs> excuse me, an existing home. You go to a builder. Builders have the additional incentive or ability to do rate buy-downs. They don't have to remove the price. They can do a rate buy-down. They can give you some extras. So again, new home sales will surprise to the upside. And oh, by the way, median price. The median price was up 2.5% to 438,200. Certainly not a crash. Next, we talk about Yellen and then we'll talk about the banks. I shared on Thursday that I believe Janet Yellen would be very quickly walking back her comments that roiled the stock market. And sure enough, she did that late Thursday. She said, the treasury is ready to take additional actions if warranted. Folks, <coughs> again, Janet Yellen seems to be out of step. She seems to be, yeah, just out of step with what's going on. I don't think there's a lot of faith there. It would not shock me if the president asks for a, uh, a change of leadership there in the next three or four weeks. Uh, but yes, the treasury is ready to take action if, if warranted. Talk about banks. Lots of stuff going on with banks. Uh, on Friday, we got some numbers. The banks borrowed more from the bank term funding program. They borrowed, um, what is it? I got to get these numbers. $80 billion in notes in one week. This again is up from 53.7. I've looked at some slices of the data and it definitely seems very San Francisco and New York. These are Fed offices, right? New York Fed. San Francisco Fed, I've seen a graph. It's very heavy in California and New York. Everywhere else is pretty calm. Why do you think that is? I think that is that way because New York and San Francisco are disproportionately wealthy areas. <coughs> and what we saw over the last 10 or 20 years is regional banks catered to the wealthy. That's why you had regional banks with lots of bank accounts above 250, right? Silicon Valley Bank, 93% of reserves not um, protected because they were over. First Republic, uh, over. You know, there's a lot of non-FDIC insured deposits because what they did is white gloves, special events, low, low mortgage rates, give me all your money. Well, that is over. You are seeing with these smartphones... In apps, people are moving money out fast. More on that later. But again, this is um, 
currently very isolated, at least this additional barring to San Francisco and New York, which to me gives me some comfort. It's not a national regional banking crisis. It's very much a New York and San Francisco. Not that it couldn't get worse. It probably will. Uh, but again, lots of things to go through. Mark Zandi, Mark Zandi, chief economist, I think at Moody's Analytics, if I'm right. He is out talking about the tighter credit, the liquidity draining from the system. He thinks that the this tighter credit could be equal to 75 basis points in additional tightening. Folks, this is what I brought to you weeks ago. The Fed doesn't, the Fed is at 475. I think they go to five. I think they do one more. But these lending conditions, certainly in the um, investment market for commercial, small companies, business loans, is already at close to 6%. The, the market is shut off. It is going to be painful for that area. But as Mark Zandi correctly says, in my opinion, this will not hurt mom and dad home buyer because again, they are buying, they're using Freddie and Fannie Mac, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. Excuse me, mix those two up. So again, not going to impact single family homes. Rates are coming down in single family. They're going up everywhere else. That's what you and I have been talking about for more than a week. So I'm glad Mark watches this channel. The All In Podcast. Uh, I don't know about you. Did you see the All In or listen? I guess see. It's on YouTube. Did you hear the All In Podcast this week? Uh, they did a section pretty early on talking about commercial real estate being dire. They talked about, you know, they talked about San Francisco, which I brought up many times. Most of their office buildings are vacant. The banks are going to own them. What are they going to do? Extend and pretend. All of these things. Um I do think many of these offices will go to auctions. I think the big boys like Blackstone and these other places may pick them up for pennies on the dollar. But again, I didn't like hearing, I think it was David Sachs, basically at least how I internalized it, talking about a bailout. No, 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 no. If you are an investor and you overpaid and your assumptions didn't work out, you're supposed to lose. We don't socialize losses. The capitalist system only works when winners win and losers lose. I am sick and tired of bailouts. If you lost, you lost. Take your lumps, learn your lesson. Don't get bridge debt. Don't take on stupid assumptions. There were plenty of commercial investors, myself included, who were not looking the last year or two because prices were stupid. No bailout. Now, banks, if you want to extend and pretend, that's on you. That is your loan book. You can do that if you want. And there will be plenty of that. But none of this bailout nonsense. Now, I don't think he actually used the word bailout, but that was the feeling I got and I was not comfortable with it. I am not comfortable with bailouts. I like it when a company goes bust and the equity is lost. Bonds are lost. It's okay. It's supposed to happen. Uh, but again, the other thing I did think was interesting that I didn't really pick up is these office buildings being retraded at much lower levels will hurt uh, property tax. There are cities in San Francisco. San Francisco, you made your bed. We've talked about it on this channel three years ago when you implemented additional taxes on companies whose CEOs made X or Y above some number, they left. Your office buildings are vacant. Now those property taxes are going to get reset lower. I want to be very clear. San Francisco leadership 
you own some of this. But again, it's part of the system. You want to get all high and mighty. You want to have silly extra fees. It is right for businesses to leave. And then you are left with the soup that you made. So again, I think San Francisco is in for years of pain. I do want to be clear where there is great pain. There is great opportunity. Somebody is going to make a billion dollars in San Francisco. Somebody's going to scoop up some of these assets at ridiculous prices. Maybe they reposition them as storage or office or something. Somebody's going to make a billion dollars, but that is months, quarters, and years from now. But yes, San Francisco is in some pain. So other things that I noted on Friday that didn't make the list, BlackRock, Larry Fink, believes that inflation is going to get stuck at 3.5%. Uh, I certainly agree. I think that last little bit of wage or service inflation is hard. Uh, Rick Policio Jr., a great follow on Twitter, is talking about cancellation rates normalizing. They're estimated in February of 2023 to be 10.9% February. Last year, the historical average was 7.3. If you remember back in November and December when it was really slow, some builders spiked to 60. Uh, now they're down to call it 11% rounded. Uh, what else do I got? Oh, Accenture on Friday announced 19,000 layoffs. Uh, so expect more on that. Uh, Deutsche Bank and other institutions had their credit default swaps, essentially insurance against risk, uh, escalate very quickly. Uh, again, this could be signs of stress in the system. And finally, Realtor.com new listings. Folks, get ready for this. New listings crash 20%. Folks, the inventory is not coming. Rates are going down. Dem demand up, supply constant. You tell me what happens to prices. All right, folks, like, subscribe, comment. Be part of One Rental at a Time. We do the work. We encourage you. This is the place to be if you want to change your future. If you want to be scared, there are plenty of channels for that. I am not that channel. We understand what is going on. We acknowledge it's scary, but we face it head on and we make moves. All right, everybody, take care. Bye-bye.